Hey, J. Crew, it is Stephanie here. This is airing on Tuesday, which feels like day 100,000 that we've all been sitting at home, not going into our jobs if we're able to, sort of social distancing when we can. You know, to me, the idea of staying home and, and not really having anything to do means you can finally do all the things that you had sort of always wanted to do, all those movies you wanted to watch, all those books you wanted to read. For me, there's actually a pile of books in my living room that is piled ever higher with things that, you know, once I get the time, once I sort of not for work books that I, I always sort of think I'll get to at some point, but now it seems like is the time. So we're here to give you some very, very specific and practical advice for what you could be reading and watching and doing while you are here in quarantine. So I'm going to call up Adam Kirsch, who came on our show a few months ago to talk about the end of his Dafyomi cycle as a literary critic. He's someone who thinks and writes really smartly about books and Jewish books in particular. And so I think he's the person who's going to give us some good recommendations. Hello? Hey, Stephanie, it's Adam. So Adam, you are an author, a writer, a reader. You just finished the Dafyomi cycle and you were last on our show to talk about that. You spend a lot of your time at home reading, I imagine. I do, yeah. Probably more than most people, although it's not my full-time job. Sometimes I feel like I wish it were, but now I'll get to experience what that's really like. What are you going to read now that you have all the time in the world to read? Well, I think there are really two approaches. One approach is you could read about things that are very relevant what's going on now. You could read books about disease and plague and, and calamity. The other approach would be to go in the opposite direction and try to read something that'll just take your mind off things and take you as far away from the present as possible. If you wanted to read about calamity, let's just give for the people who want that. What are some real real classics? Well, one book that I, a recent book that I think is maybe even a little too frightening to read right now is a novel called Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. And this was a book that came out about five years ago and it imagines a world in which most of the population has been wiped out by a, a virus, a flu. And it's about what happens in the last days when everyone is being wiped out and then how the survivors try to rebuild some kind of civilization afterward. And it's a, a very sort of eerie and creepy book. And right now it might even be a little too eerie and creepy because it's so close to what our, our worries are. But if you're looking for a classic book about plagues, the natural answer, the first one to look at is The Plague by Albert Camus, uh, which is a novel about a city in Algeria that has an outbreak of bubonic plague and sort of traces the whole arc of the experience from the very beginning to the very end. And that has sort of like a social commentary in there as well, right? So this book, which was published in 1947, was written during World War II when Camus was in Paris while it was being occupied by the Nazis. And in telling the story of this city that is taken over by a plague, he's really talking about what causes the moral breakdown of a society, how people react to feeling like they've lost their freedom and their sense of what matters in life. And he talks about all the different reactions that people can have to this, from hedonism and seizing the moment and trying to get as much pleasure out of life while you still can, to apathy and listlessness and sort of going into a daze. But really what he says in the end the sort of message of the book is that during a time of disaster, we're faced with things that are always true, but we just don't like to think about most of the time, which is that we are all mortal. We're all going to die eventually. Um, we all are living in a community and depend on one another for help in order to survive. And that these things can come into focus during a moment of crisis like this. 
You know, something we hear a lot from our listeners and we talk about ourselves is like, what are the, the great Jewish books that everyone should have read? You know, we hear that from people who are in the process of converting to Judaism who want to know what the canon is. Um, we also hear that from people who say like, I know I'm supposed to read Philip Roth. Do I actually have to? So like, can you give us a Jewish quarantine reading guide of the canon that we should start with? Sure. There, this is always a good time when you have some, some time on your hands and you have nothing to do but read or to stay indoors is a great time to read some things that you always wanted to but never got around to or felt like you never had the moment. And if you're looking for Jewish books to start with, there are lots of great ones to choose from. If you're looking at the 20th century, at, at recent books, Philip Roth, I would definitely start with Goodbye Columbus, which was his first book. It's a book containing some short stories and a, a short novel called Goodbye Columbus. And it was came out in 1959, and it immediately showed everyone why Philip Roth was so brilliant writer and also so exasperating writer because it takes aim at the very things that American Jews sort of don't like to talk about and worry about the most and blows them up for everyone to see. So that is a great book that still, I think, speaks to what American Jewish life is all about. Another option would be some of the short stories of Cynthia Ozick, who is a, a wonderful short story writer who's perhaps not as widely read as she should be. She wrote several collections of short stories in the 1970s, including The Pagan Rabbi, one called Levitation, that are sort of surreal, feminist, comic, and very Jewish in a way that even Roth isn't, because Ozick is actually much more interested in Jewish religion and Jewish text and tradition than Roth is. Okay, so... Ozick, Roth, that's great. Is there any like old book that someone should try? I know libraries are closed. It's a little bit tough. But, like any dusty book that's been sitting on someone's family library shelf that they should go back for? Sure. I think if you were looking for things from an older phase of Jewish life, two memoirs that are very interesting, each in its own way. Uh, one is the memoirs of Gluckel of Hamel. She was a, a woman who lived in Germany around the year 1700 in Jewish community and wrote this diary basically as a gift to her children, a kind of ethical will for her children after she died. And it was handed down in her family from generation to generation for 200 years before it was finally published. It's an amazing book because it's one of the only Jewish autobiographies by a woman before the 20th century. And it shows what ordinary life was like, not people who were especially absorbed in Jewish ideas or religion, but people who were working for a living, raising their families, um, who are very concerned about things that people are still concerned about in our ordinary lives today. And it shows how a Jewish life was led against great adversity and obstacles at the time, including anti-Semitism, but also poverty and ill health and, and things that are much more eternal in nature. Another is an autobiography by an 18th century Lithuanian rabbi called the Autobiography of Solomon Maimon. He was a, a young prodigy who was raised to become a Talmud scholar in the late 1700s and then decided that he was going to leave his Jewish community and move to Berlin, where all the philosophers and all the great thinkers were, and sort of enter into the mainstream of secular culture. And it talks about all the obstacles that he had to overcome to face that. Those are two books that I think are, are always interesting and would be a great thing to read nowadays. What are you reading right now, today? Right now I am reading Chekhov Stories, which is not a Jewish book, but a great book. And actually, in its own way, peculiarly relevant, because Chekhov, in addition to being a writer, was a doctor. And one of the things he did was treat people during cholera epidemics. So he writes about that kind of thing as well. Wow. Well, Adam Kirsch, thank you. We'll let you get back to your reading and to your home. Thanks, Adam. You are the best. Thank you. 
right. Stop in this and send it to Josh. Honestly, my recommendation for everyone listening is to watch the Bon Appetit test kitchen videos. Ben and I watched them pretty much all day long before this. And now I would say they're like the one thing getting us through um, all these days stuck at home. There's like a whole cast of characters that you could really get behind. There's Claire, there's Molly, there's Brad. And so just go to YouTube and go to Bon Appetit. They'll all show up. And it just really is some, some real food entertainment. 